You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. John Levine here with you on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. All right, let's talk about Jacksonville taking on Houston. Houston, a four-point home dog, over-under set at 43.5. Some points anticipated to be scored in this one, Sean. How do you see the game playing out? You know what I say. I say, what's up, home dog? You're getting four points. <laughs> you're the Houston Texans. Right? You're a you're you're a good bad football team. I mean, you're bad. You're probably going to end up with the number one overall pick in the draft. Oh, yeah. But you're not yeah, that yeah. bad. You're not as bad as your record indicates. They gave Dallas everything they wanted. They've been playing good the last few weeks, actually. Now that I think about it, and if you're Jacksonville, this doesn't really mean anything. And when I say doesn't really mean anything, I mean it doesn't mean anything because next week they got a shot if they beat Tennessee to make the playoffs. If they lose, right. they don't end up in the postseason. So the same way that Tennessee kind of took that game as a scrimmage to see what they have with Josh Dobbs, rested Derrick Henry. I think that Jacksonville ultimately is going to play it the same way. Now, Doug Peterson came out and he said he's going to play his starters and all that. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. I'm here in Kansas City and every single year in the preseason, <laughs> Andy Reid says, uh-huh. oh, yeah, Patrick and the boys are going to play a full quarter and they play a drive and then they're out of there. So maybe you see Trevor Lawrence long enough for that hair to wave around in the wind and that's it. Like, I would be surprised if he's out there all that long because it doesn't mean anything so this feels like a really really good money line to play I don't even want those four points because Houston's gonna win this football game I'll take them James at plus 165 on the money line they've been playing good football and they got everything they got a whole lot more to play for than Jacksonville does which is nothing Texans have been so good against the spread recently but overall seven seven and one um yeah jacksonville a minus 200 favorite on the money line in houston plus 165 that's an that's an interesting call uh and one that i'm very interested in as well hey let's move on let's talk about miami taking on the patriots dolphins now uh without Tua, a three this line has moved boy i tell you uh miami plus three on the road against the Patriots, over under set at 41 and a half. And again, I tell you, man, this is a line that's moved a lot, Sean, but how do you see it playing out? Yeah, Miami is a sinking ship, aren't they? I mean, compared to what they were at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. James, I thought that this right. team was, I didn't have them elite, but I had them kind of in that next group of teams. And it turns out that they're still fighting for their playoff lives right now without Tua. I don't really like their chances. New England, on the other hand, has to be kicking themselves. They could have and should have beat Cincinnati last week. A couple of weeks before that, that crazy loss that they had to the Raiders, they should have a better record than they actually are. So, man, it's just a wild, crazy finish. So I I think I'm going to lay the two and a half points with the Patriots. And this is more of a anti-Dolphins take than it is a pro-Patriots take, if that makes any sense. Like, I think the Dolphins have kind of come to the end of the line here where – 
Their offense isn't cooking like it was. Without Tua, it's obviously not going to be as easy. They certainly have the firepower. I mean, when you talk about a combination of Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill, that's the best wide receiver duo in the league, but not necessarily if Tua is not throwing those guys the football. So I like the Patriots in this game. And again, James, it's another low number. I get it, man. It's it's the, the it's about to be 2023, and it's, it's about to be January and all that stuff. So 41? 41 points for a Miami Dolphins team that's put up 30 on their own eight different times this year. We can't get to 41, right. so give me the Patriots laying two and a half, but definitely give me those overs. I like the over a lot, too. By the way, are we sure that this offense takes a huge backseat with Teddy Bridgewater versus Tua? I mean, I know we're so quick to – you know, anoint Tua as like comeback player of the year and as this like quote unquote Pro Bowl level quarterback because of all the quote unquote stats. But I don't watch the games, man. Like, watch the games. Is is Tua really playing that well? I'm not sure. He's consistently underthrown his guys. I know Terry Bridgewater doesn't have a big arm either, but it's not like Tua has shown me a cannon of an arm either, right? So are we sure? Sean, that this is much of a downgrade for offensively for the for the Dolphins because I'm not that sure. I think I think they're just about the same with Teddy Bridgewater versus Tua. Well, when it comes to arm strength, you're right. When it comes to accuracy, you're right. But ultimately, it comes down to winning. And Miami needs to win this football game. And Tua has won yeah. at a plus 600 clip in his career. And you look at Teddy Bridgewater, a couple of games under 500. So that's the difference. Is this team goes better when they have Tua. Like, when we saw them earlier this year, we thought this was one of the better offenses in the league. We thought Tua was – it was it was like a right. month and a half ago that I was on this dairy network, the BetQL network, and somebody was having the conversation that it was between Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Tua to be the league MVP. Oh, so it wasn't that – it wasn't that – now – now that was that was that was a month and a half, two months ago, and, and, and okay, times have okay, certainly good. changed. Right, right. But I yes, do think they're yeah. better with Tua out there than they are Teddy Bridgewater. Can they go out there and win this game at plus one thirty-five? Yeah, if you're going to play the money line on the Dolphins, I am mad at you at all. <laughs> there you go, uh, Miami over unders. They've hit the overs seven out of fifteen times. They've been under eight out of 15 times and they are seven eight and oh against the spread uh again dolphins that's just about league by the way that's just about when you're talking about seven eight no that's just about league average there uh against the spread so um that is something that uh, that i'm looking at and then how about anytime touchdowns here tyree kill you're getting plus money you're getting plus money sean plus 140 on a tyree kill anytime touchdown sign me up for that for sure. Jalen Waddle plus 145. Dude, Jalen Waddle's been the better touchdown scorer between the two. So I tell you what, if you're going to take one anytime touchdown score, give me Jalen Waddle at plus 145, my man. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there. As good as Tyree Kill has been, and he has, he hasn't taken a step back from what he was in Kansas City. That dude has 113 catches, 1,630 yards, and Amazing. seven touchdowns. So he hasn't got in the end zone nearly as much, I think, as the Dolphins or as he thought, although he gets in the end zone this game. It feels like these big games, usually Tyree likes to show out and show that peace sign. So I'm with you there. Tyreek in the end zone <laughs> at least once in this game. I like it, man. Plus, like I said, you're getting that plus money, dude. That's pretty good. All right, Cardinals taking on the Falcons here. 
I know it's I love it. Uh, Cardinals plus three and a half against the Falcons. Uh, they're in Atlanta for this ball game. Over under set at forty two. Um, I've got some. I love the player props in this one, but uh, from an overall game standpoint, Sean, how do you see it going? This is definitely if you're going to bet it, you bet a player prop. And the only reason people are watching this game is they're either actual Arizona Cardinals fans, actual Atlanta Falcons <laughs> fans, or or they've got or. some of these dudes on their fantasy football team because of all yeah, the games yeah, yeah. that we've got up and down. I mean, this is just this is not one of the better ones. Um. You know, I do think there could be some points scored in this game. At times, Atlanta's offense starts to cook, especially at home. I like the overs in this game at uh, 42. On the line, man, the Arizona getting plus one. These teams are pretty identical to each other. Team, uh, give me Arizona on the road at plus 150. I like it. I don't love it. Ooh, money line. Let's go. Okay. I'm with that, and especially with Colt McCoy back on that offense, I think that offense is going to look a hell of a lot better with Colt McCoy under center, man. Uh, I don't think New Hopkins is going to go, you know, one for ten no. for whatever, seven yards or whatever it is. I think Nuke is going to, especially against this Atlanta secondary, Sean, I think Nuke is going to cook a little bit here. Uh, but I, I talked about some of these player props here. Um, Colton McCoy passing yard player prop, 218 and a half, minus 120. Uh, there, I'll take that one, man. And um, I'll, I think the easiest one on the board for me, and I would hammer, oh my God, Drake London, 58 and a half receiving total. Are you kidding me? Come on, dude. This guy's seeing double digit targets each and every week. Um, you know, now that they've got uh, Desmond Ritter under center, I, I just, for me, that's an easy one. Minus 115 um, on the 58 and a half. I'm, I'm, I just can't even stress this enough. I'm pounding that line. Oh my gosh. I'm pounding that line. I think he's going to hit that. I think he's going to hit that early in the third quarter, man. You can get two to one on Cordero Patterson to end up in the end zone at the beginning of the year. He was finding the end zone early and often, not so much recently, especially if you're a fantasy football owner of him, he was great. And now he's just kind of, yeah. Eh. Uh, Colt McCoy, man, that's an interesting one. Like, when I saw him taking snaps earlier this year when um, when uh, Kyler Murray went down, I literally had to look up. Mm -hmm. I was like, is this Colt McCoy or is this Colt McCoy's son? There's no way that Colt <laughs> McCoy is still in the NFL in a viable option. And the, the funny thing is, he kind of is. I watched him play a couple of games. I thought, you know what? This guy ain't too bad, even though he – you That's mentioned the Reagan administration. This guy was still playing in the Nixon administration. Uh <laughs> I'll take the overs <laughs> on that number. I'll take the overs on Colt McCoy. Yeah. The fact that he's still in the league just blows me away. So how can I play the unders on that number? Give me the overs on Colt McCoy's passing yards. I like it too. You're right. Uh, 36 years old is Colt McCoy. Oh, wow. my goodness. All right. Broncos taking on Kansas City. This is the most lopsided line uh, on the slate. KC favored by 12 and a half. Over, under, set at 45. Denver anticipated to score 16.25 points. Uh, KC anticipated score 28.75. Denver plus 525. Where are you going with this game? First of all, I would have taken the overs on Colt McCoy's number at 36. I would have guessed that that guy was closer to 46. <laughs> so I would have lost that right. one. Um, yeah. Dude, the Broncos have lost 14. 15 games in a row to the Kansas City Chiefs. So if you're a big better out there and you've got a big stack, 
I know it's minus 750, so it looks like I can't really make any money on the Chiefs' money line. But let me reiterate, they've beat them 14 <laughs> times in a row. The Broncos have one of the worst quarterbacks right. in the league. The Broncos just fired their coach. The Broncos are on the road, and the Chiefs are still playing for a number one seed. Like, I would be flabbergasted. I would be absolutely blown away if somehow the Broncos were able to come to Arrowhead and win this game. That being said, we saw this matchup not too long ago. It was like a month ago, and the mm -hmm. Chiefs got up 27-0, and then I looked up all of a sudden after falling asleep, and it was 27-20. to The Broncos kind of tend to hang around in some of these games that they ultimately lose. So 12-and-a-half, as you mentioned, is a big number. I don't feel great laying that. But, man, I if you want to bet the Chiefs on the money line at minus 750 to beat the Broncos for a 15th time in a row, you got to feel pretty good about that. <laughs> 15 times in a row, man, My... this day's NFL. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. Uh, this is this feels like one of those classic, like, I'll take KC in a teaser type situation. You know, give me some extra points. I don't like 12 and a half, but at the same time, I don't want to bet on the Broncos, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like the number, but, dude, I, I'll be damned if I'm putting money on Denver covering as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, that would be a very um... – That'd be, a, that'd be a very nervous <laughs> bet to make. Like, even if you have them at plus 12 and a half, the scenario would have to be something like this. Like, the Chiefs are up by 19. They're just blowing the doors off them. And at the very end of the game, yeah. Denver's coming down the field, and somehow they get a touchdown, and the extra point makes it 12, and you get a backdoor cover. There's no way you'd feel comfortable betting on the Denver Broncos. But I do have a number that I think you'll like in this game, and that's 45. Okay. So I keep telling you about the Chiefs beating them 14 times in a row. The average total yeah, of yeah. those games – is 55 points and you only need to get to 45 in this game so the pattern tells me if you're a trend better that usually these two games two teams the Chiefs win they play close games and they tend to hit the over so 45 doesn't look high enough to me I expect this one to be played in the mid 50s I am actually surprised though because the way that um Look, the, the bookmakers have done a great job with the Chiefs, especially concerning the over-unders. Chiefs on through 15 games now, uh, they've hit the over seven times. They've hit the under eight times. And again, that's, again, that's just a commendable job uh, by the bookmakers looking at that over-under line and setting a pretty good line uh, for Kansas City. And then, and then against the spread, it's one of these teams where they're so popular, and I think the bookmakers know that. The number moves sometimes, and the Chiefs just 5-9-1 and one against the spread. They're one of the worst teams against the spread. So generally, bettors have done really well betting against um, the points and the Chiefs, man. Uh, again, tied for the second lowest cover rate uh, in the NFL are the Chiefs. Them, along with the Bears, the Buccaneers, the absolute stone-cold worst uh, which is what we talked about uh, before. But one player prop, I'll give you one player prop that I am looking at, and that would be Isaiah Pacheco, 66 and a half, minus 115 for that rushing prop for Isaiah Pacheco. If this game goes the way we think it's going to go, you, you got to figure Pacheco's going to get the rock, uh, especially there in the second half. I love the way he's been running. He runs really, really hard. And Denver, to me, well, you can run on Denver. Their pass defense is great. Run defense, not so much. And I look at that line of 66 and a half for Pacheco, and I really, 
really like it. Okay, so we ripped through a bunch of those games, man, but we still got to talk that battle for the 405 freeway, Rams, Chargers. We're going to talk to Kim Maldonado coming up as well, but Derek Carr done in Vegas. We're going to take a look at Raiders 49ers next.